well, thank you for... Shit, what am I fucking saying? All right, well, you are listening to Talk Crooked, <laughs> the social justice and comedy podcast for two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Carrie. And my name is Kay. Did we switch? Because that felt yeah. weird. Yeah, we did I don't switch. care for that. Well, that hurts my OCD. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll do it's better like next an, time. It's like an incomplete melody. I don't like it. <laughs> do we need to redo that? No, it's fine. It's okay. fine. <laughs> I was pulling at my notes and not Be thinking. uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, this tequila is lovely. After the week we fucking had? Yeah. Girl, uh, this month is canceled. I hate July. I'm done. July is the worst month. Yep. It's the beginning of the fiscal year for month for most. So it's the real beginning of the year. J- January ain't got nothing on this. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't touch this. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the half year mark is the worst mark. Ever. Oh, goodness. It's like the Wednesday of the year. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the Tuesday of the year. Oh. So not halfway? No. You said halfway. Yeah. I, I said Wednesday, half- it's like you're halfway, but you still have two fucking days till the weekend. When, but Wednesday feels different. Tuesday. Feels like, oh, we're halfway there? Yeah. Okay. Tuesday is just, <laughs> well, you've been through the weekend and Monday. Monday's done. It's fucking Tuesday, and you're not even close to Friday. And if you're us, you're fucking hungover. Yep. Because <laughs> we recently record on Mondays. Oh, geez. Today we're recording on a Friday. Yes, because we're having a work weekend. We're going to record, like, you know, a fuck ton of episodes this weekend. It's going to be amazing. We're going to day drink. Whatevs. Yeah. We're going to be super busy in the fall, so <laughs> we got to prepare. Who's going to take us for sushi if we're going to day drink? That's a great question. We'll have to be responsible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to go to free lunch. <laughs> we may have just changed our plan. Yeah. <laughs> Actually kind of like that idea better. Okay. Yeah, I do too. We'll go to Walmart and then we'll get sushi and... Sweet. We just planned our day. You guys don't give a shit. I'm going to cut all that out. Anyway, so... <laughs> this week has been the worst. I, I mean... I've had worse weeks, but it has been really bad. I've had it. I am in a hostile work environment. So now this week has been a hostile work environment. That's and I hate it for you. You deserve so much better. Yeah. I mean, like everyone deserves better. Yeah. <laughs> no one should deserve to work in this in the environment in this environment. I mean, except for the criminals that we're going to talk about. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, though the no, Nor- I'm just kidding. No one deserves that. <laughs> though the Norwegians would disagree. Um so i don't know we got it all out i don't really want to vent it on here yeah but i mean carrie and i have now been together for like three hours so yeah (laughs) (laughs) we've gotten it all out y'all yeah um um, but anyway so let's just get to it yeah let's let's just get to it let's do it all right so this week we are talking about fate Fate and and destiny which sounds super mystical for this podcast but um, I do want to interject real quick and um, talk a little bit about why we decided to do this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, like when Carrie and I were planning this podcast, um, we were talking about stuff that we wanted to do on it and stuff that would be fun to talk about. And um, 
Originally, you know, we were going to do a lot more supernatural stuff. Yeah. Which is where our Patreon content now comes into play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I was telling her the story about how, you know, I'm here for a fucking reason. Um, and I know that because there's no real reason I should be here right now. <laughs> because um, my grandmother um, almost died in a car accident when she was 16 before she had any of her kids. And, um, later she had my aunt and, um, she and my aunt almost drowned in the ocean. Oh yeah. I remember this now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, um, she had my mom with a different guy and he (laughs) almost got beheaded in Spain before he and my grandmother had, um, my mom. Because he killed a princess. Yeah. But not really. We're not for sure. Um, (laughs) the... U.S. Embassy had to ask the Spanish government if they could have him and extradite him back to the United States so that he wouldn't be tried and beheaded uh, in Spain. (gasps) Oh, my God. Do they still behead? Yes. Like, now? Uh, Maybe maybe not now. This was, like, 1960s. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. When he was there. Because, um... Yeah. I honestly feel like that would be more humane than lethal injection yeah to be honest with you because that can go so wrong yep this is the comedy podcast you were looking for right (laughs) we're so funny yeah this is super heavy oh my god (laughs) i don't i don't mean for it to be heavy but mine's gonna lighten it up it's gonna be fine but like um so you know then my mom happened and (laughs) (laughs) my uh karen happened yeah <laughs> and um she and my dad shouldn't have met because my dad grew up in ohio mm-hmm. and she grew up in kentucky and my dad just happened to be here visiting with some of his family and like decided to stay for a while and like go to school and he and my mom met and mm-hmm. had me and he was a winner yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like there's no real so many different things had to happen for me to be here Mm -hmm. for and that's one thing that has kept me going through some of my darkest times is that you know there's a fucking reason that i'm here and it's not because god wanted me to kill myself true it's because you know he put me here for a purpose and i think that's part of my destiny and i haven't figured out exactly what that is yet but it is something that i wanted to talk about on here because i that's been so inspiring for me and I wanted it to, I wanted to kind of share that story and inspire others. Nice. So, um, See, I had the opposite situation where, uh-huh. like, everything lined up perfectly for my parents, you know? Like, they were both from, like, good Christian households, and they mm-hmm. met in college and dated for four years. Probably didn't fuck before, didn't fuck before they were married. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> dad seemed real judgy so (laughs) when he found out i was gonna try and move in with my ex so Uh i don't know um (laughs) they you know they they're the we did everything right people you know what i'm saying they got married they they dated for four years in college they got married had a girl and a boy yep yep we're that family um and i still had the depression and the anxiety issues and things like that and why am i here and i don't fit their mold Mm kind of thing but my experience with this concept has been everywhere I've been has been for a purpose 
and I can see it when I look back. Yeah. You know, everywhere I've been led to, every job, no matter how hostile, (laughs) every job that I've had, every place, every step that I've had has been for a reason. And there have been people that I've come into contact that have helped to mold me. Uh, People who I've met who have become my best friend and business partner (laughs) people i've met who i've married you know what i mean like it's all really lined up and it's just interesting so it it really has helped me that that's come into my faith a lot of like okay so unanswered prayers and answered prayers and you know all of that feeling like i'm stuck in a swamp and (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and can't get out but then you realize that you were there because your skin was dry i don't fucking know you know what i mean like it's just skin, god was you were concerned your skin was dry i don't know like you, yeah, you I know, that there's, just, there's, just, there's just always a purpose like yeah. there had to have been a reason why i stopped i stopped teaching i did mary Kay. i met amazing people who i'm still good friends with i met amanda i met rachel you know all through that and um which I'm going to talk about Amanda here in a second. Forgot to plug her. Yeah, we need to plug this. her in um, my AIDS story. Yes. And um, so, and then, you know, went on, went, had to go back to family video where I then met you. And now we have this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there, there's a reason. There, there's been reasons. Um, yeah. And I do think our, I, I don't know. It, it's such a great area because then you're like, it is, it does free will exist? And we don't want this to turn into a philosophy podcast we are no. gonna make this super true crimey so um mm-hmm. let me just plug into the surge protector yes let me just do the our little surge protector moment for my friend amanda who is amazing and um she has a book blog called the lexington bucky and she we're doing a collab with her right now she yeah. just posted it when we're recording this it was yesterday no it was today. today it was today so it launched today uh we didn't know when it was coming out or we would have plugged this way earlier but um so it came out today. So when this airs, it will have been a week ago. Yes. Yes. It'll it'll have been a week ago, Friday. So it is live now. When you hear this, um, go to visit her blog. She she has done. She's amazing. So um, she has done all kinds of like books that she's paired with all of our subjects. If you want deeper reading into the subjects that we've covered. So I think yeah. she's done our first ten episodes. Our first ten, she's, and she's working on the next ten. Yes. And she's just. She's incredible. Yes, she's amazing. She's a, so generous, and she's an amazing fan and an amazing friend, and um, like a genuine fan. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, she's not the type of person that would give us praise that wasn't un- that wasn't due. Um, which is what I love about her. And um, so just go and give her some support. Check out those books because it's amazing. Um, tell your friends. Yeah. Yay. Um, her. She's an amazing writer. She's so good. And yeah. I'm done. Um, but I also wanted to talk real quick um, before we get too into this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we just recently did an episode on AIDS murders. Um, I then found this lady um, on Tumblr. Uh, I, well, I found this post on Tumblr about this lady who um, she is gorgeous. She is just a wonderful human being. And, um, I'm just, I'll link you guys to this post so that you can read it as well. Um, but this was posted by another, uh, Bondi Blonde on Tumblr. 
1984, when Ruth Coker Burks was 25 and a young mother living in Arkansas, she would often visit a hospital to care for a friend with cancer. Look at how pretty she is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't she cute? She looks like a beauty queen. Yeah. Uh, During one visit, Ruth noticed the nurses would draw straws, afraid to go into one room. It's door sealed (gasps) by a big red bag. No! What? Yep. Caitlin, you're fired. Uh, (laughs) This is turning good. Um, She asked why, and the nurses told her the patient had AIDS. What the fuck? On a repeat visit. When was this? This was in 1984. Okay, that makes more sense. Historical context. Yeah. (laughs) On a repeat visit and seeing the big red bag on the door, Ruth decided to disregard the warnings and sneaked into the room. In the bed was a skeletal young man who told oh. Ruth he wanted to see his mother before he died. Oh, Kay, you're going to make me cry. We haven't even started. <laughs> this is good. Don't worry. Um, she left the room and told the nurses who said, honey, his mother's not coming. He's been <gasps> here six weeks. Nobody's coming. Ruth called his mother anyway, who refused to come visit her son, who she described as a sinner and already dead to her and that she wouldn't even claim his body when he died. I went back into his room, and when I walked in, he said, Oh, Mama, I knew you'd come, and then he lifted his hand. And what was I going to do? So I took his hand. I said, I'm here, honey. I'm here, Ruth later recounted. Ruth pulled a chair to his bedside, talked to him, and held his hand until he died 13 hours later. After finally finding a funeral home that uh, that would... take his body and paying for the cremation out of her own savings ruth buried his ashes on her family's large plot after this first encounter ruth cared for other patients she would take them to appointments obtain medications apply for assistance and even kept supplies of aids medications on hand as some pharmacies would not carry them ruth's what the fuck yeah 1984 guys i hate everything um, Ruth's work soon became well-known in the city, and she received financial assistance from gay bars. They would twirl up a drag show on Saturday night, and here'd come the money. That's how we'd buy medicine. That's oh how we'd pay rent. God! If I it, love our community. I do, too. If it hadn't <laughs> been for the drag queens, I don't know what we would have done, Ruth said. Yes! Over oh the my next, God! Yeah, over the next 30 years, Ruth cared for over 1,000 people and buried more than 40 on her family's plot, most of whom were gay men whose families would not um, claim their ashes. For this, Ruth has been nicknamed the Cemetery Angel, and that was written by Ray, L- Ray A. Seeley. Um, and here's the recent picture of her. I don't know if I can handle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's 60 now. Uh, she's still doing activist and advocacy work and working on a memoir. So, um. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that her memoir comes out soon because I would love to read that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, we need more people like that in the world. And I thought that she deserved a very good shout out. Absolutely. Um, because that's amazing. And that poor man. Oh, that's awful. The way people were yeah. treated. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. People are so ignorant. Yeah. Okay. But so we're not love talking your about neighbor, that. Guys. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what we're talking about now. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Too much carbonation. <laughs> um, so I'm going to actually start with a quote. Okay. Instead of a definition. Well, we're going to get to a definition, but I'm going to start with a quote. Okay. From, one of, from our favorite show. Okay. Not The Office. The other favorite show. 
What do we say about coincidence? The universe is rarely so lazy. Do you know this from? I know what it's from, and yes, Sherlock. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched Sherlock. I need to watch. Or I need to run through that again. Yeah, I know, right? I yeah. will not watch season four ever again. It was so <laughs> fucking stressful. It was. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember you telling me about Josh watching that with you when, it, like, when we first got it at the store. <laughs> we were both just like, "What just fucking?" <laughs> and he was like where's the next disc get it get it get it oh my god it was so good oh well, my god Benedict Cumberbatch is my favorite. oh my god I love it fuck one, one time I said his name to a customer and the customer went what did you say to me <laughs> oh my god Josh sent me a thing and it's a picture of fries and it says butternut crinkle fries and he the caption said it's a meme and the, the caption says isn't that the guy who plays Sherlock? that's a huge meme it was really big butternut crinkle time. fries I love, I love him he leans into it he's awesome yeah benedict cumbersnoot yes oh fuck i love that man he's yes. an he's an t- incredibly talented actor but anyway everyone mm. watched sherlock it's the best thing ever yes but so that was kind of where I was drawing informa- inf- inspiration, because mm-hmm. um, I did not want this to turn into a philosophy class. Yeah. Because that makes me want to die. I took philosophy twice. Because <laughs> <college. laughs> you failed the first time? <laughs> no, I was quoting Andy. I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the reason we're even discussing this topic, because this is pretty philosophical for us, is because fate and destiny is something that gets brought up a lot when it comes to placing blame or justifying our actions. Yes. So, like, we have pulled it in because of, like, our faith, but most people don't. They pull it in in a negative way. Yeah. So, sometimes those circumstances are good, like when you fall in love and say, it feels meant to be... But sometimes those circumstances are much more insidious. Most of the time, those circumstances are more insidious. Yeah. Um, especially in our political injustice systems. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Let's start with a definition. Yes. Okay. So feet. The development. It's a noun. Okay. In case you were wondering. Yeah, it was. It's a person, place, or thing. Yeah. <laughs> or idea. It's an idea. Uh, the de- it's the development of events beyond a person's control regarded as determined by a supernatural power. Uh, used in a sentence, fate decided his course for him. Mm-hmm. But of course we get to make it more fun. Yes. So, uh, some, some synonyms are pretty fun though. Let me just yes. throw some synonyms yeah, in here. So them. some synonyms are thing. destiny, <laughs> mm-hmm. providence, God's will... <laughs> if we're in the 1700s yes it's god's will nemesis kismet 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 you ever heard of that one no that's a theater term and it's a li- it's a literary term okay meaning it's kismet like you um it's kind of like a meet cute do you know what that is no okay so in a rom-com when they mm-hmm. when the lovers like the two main characters first meet and it's like it's like, oh, I dropped my keys, and then your hands touch. It's like, yeah. ah, like a meet cute. It was mm-hmm. cute when you met. Okay. A meet cute. That's what that is. That's what I'll learn in intro to English study. Yes! <laughs> um, astral influence. 
That's amazing. Love that one. The stars. <laughs> Just keep it simple. <laughs> I use that all the time. <laughs> the stars are not aligned for me to do this. What's, what's written in the stars? <laughs> Mars is bright tonight. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Mom and I do that all the time. We just text each other that sometimes. Mars is bright tonight. <laughs> she gets me. Okay. Um, one's a real MVP. She is. She's a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh, one's lot in life I is another, lot. another British term. Yep. But now let's move on to something much more ancient. Okay. Down for ancient. In the Greek term, this is still a part of the definition. Uh In Greek mythology, there were three goddesses who presided over birth and life of humans. Each person's destiny was thought of as a spun thread, measured and cut by the three fates. Clotho... Yep, this is going to be fun. Clotho... Lachesis and Atropos? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Atropos is right. And Clotho is right. What's Lachesis? 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 It can't be Lachesis. I think it's Lachesis. I think it's Lachesis. Yeah. From what I know of ancient Greek. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with my extensive knowledge by reading the book by What's-Her-Face when I was a senior in high school. Um, So, um, I read that when when I was a freshman. I think I was a freshman, too. That got cut from the curriculum here in Kentucky. No. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. There's not time when you only have 40 minutes in a day. Jesus. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> to use it in a sentence, the fates might decide that it was his time to die. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> so, my favorite quote from college regarding this was, one often meets one's fate on the road one takes to avoid it. Uh, which comes up in a lot of things, um, especially, I mean, if we're going to go Greek, the one that really illustrates it best is Oedipus. Yes, exactly. That's what I was just thinking about. Yeah, because uh, that's the danger of knowing the future. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's always mm-hmm. the danger of knowing, uh, of divination or whatever you want to call it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's always the danger of fortune telling is that if you know what's going to happen, are you going to try and make it not? Which then... If you didn't know, would it have happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, for instance, for those of us, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with Oedipus, maybe you're too young, maybe you're from a foreign country and you don't study the Greeks like we do because you're from an Eastern culture. Let me just enlighten you. So, Oedipus Rex is a Greek tragedy from ancient Greece, uh, written in, like, something or other B.C. (laughs) Something or other. I'm just going to pull this 100% from memory as a drama teacher. Um an English teacher. <laughs> um, Oedipus Rex was a story of a boy who um, was orphaned. Well, he wasn't orphaned. Okay, so his parents gave birth to a son, and then they went to a soothsayer who then told them, hey, when, you, when your son grows up, he will kill his father and marry his mother. Mm-hmm. And they said, fuck that noise, <laughs> and gave him to an old man who was told to, and told, them to, told the old man to kill the kid. And the old man couldn't do it, so he just left and abandoned the baby on a mountain. Which is almost worse. Yeah. Uh, but I can appreciate his lack of infanticide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can too. But yeah. Like, don't I can abandon I it. can't kill a baby. Like, yeah. a, a living, breathing infant I could not murder. So, no. I get it. Yeah. Um, 
so then he oedipus is laying there on the mountain screaming because he's so hungry and probably in the sun and not great exposure for infants is not awesome um and then a king from another village or another city because Mm -hmm. they were uh in in ancient times greeks greece was divided into city states and each city state was its own sovereign pretty much nation it wasn't really a unified nation yeah uh you're welcome for the history i know that's what you turned in you tuned in for so um (laughs) so another king comes by and sees the baby on the side of the mountain and he decides he's gonna keep it for himself because he and his wife were having trouble so uh i think that's why i just threw that in for embellishment i don't know if that's true (laughs) speculating Um, he decides that he's gonna take him in and adopt him as his own yeah so oedipus grew up adopted Mm -hmm. and he becomes the king of this other nation eventually then he goes and he meets his actual biological father on the road once he's an adult war breaks out and he kills his father which then means he gets to marry the queen of the new city which it happens to be his mother no that's not what happens that's not what happens he becomes the king of this new city and he goes to the to another soothsayer who then tells him the same thing you will murder your parent, your mother. You will murder your father and marry your mother. And he's like, fuck that. So he leaves. Yeah. And then he meets his dad on the road. He doesn't know it's his dad. He ha- They have an argument and a squabble. He ends up murdering him, which means he killed the king, which means he's now the king of this other nation. Yeah. Which happens to be his mother. <laughs> and he marries her. And then. And his, they have children. Yeah. His poor daughter. Oh, what's her face? Oh, um. It was one of my favorite plays. Yes. Oh my god, it's so good. Fuck. We. I taught it. For God's sake, if you had <laughs> asked me, I could have told you. Epiphany? No. <laughs> That's not it. That's what I wish I had. That's not right it. Now. <laughs> yeah. An epiphany. Wish I had an epiphany. That's a pretty name. Yeah. Kind of like Echo. Mm-hmm. Antigone. Antigone. Yes. Yes. They ha- and he had two sons and two daughters actually with yeah. with his mother. So, but the thing is, if his parents hadn't gone to the soothsayer and then gotten that knowledge from this from this of the future, would they have given up their son? No, they would have kept him there, and this probably wouldn't have fucking happened. Yep. If Oedipus then hadn't gone to the soothsayer to find out his destiny. He would not have left his city. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's always been a fascinating concept for me it really comes up in harry potter a lot too um because of the whole prophecy spoiler alert the whole prophecy of harry being the chosen one yeah and how that affects voldemort's actions and things like that like because it could have been him or neville it could have been him or neville if he hadn't heard and heard either prophecy would he have done what he did yeah no and nothing would have happened yep more than likely Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because harry's parents were such great wizards like they probably would never that murder wouldn't have happened in that way which then fueled him with the fire of rage that would never allow him to transfer to voldemort's side you know what i'm saying like that's what happened his actions are what caused it to happen yeah he then created the person who was his mortal enemy because he was trying to destroy his mortal enemy before his mortal enemy became his mortal enemy yeah you know like yeah it's 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 just crazy and it's super trippy yeah um so but then that brings me to my next favorite topic uh which is super old ancient pagan concepts from our culture yes it's actually a word that's tattooed on my foot 
Weird. W-Y-R-D. Okay. So okay. on my foot, I have a quote from Beowulf because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> and it's in Old English. Um, and translated, it means fate unwinds as it must. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because weird is such an incredible concept that we don't actually have a direct translation for it in modern English today. Yeah. Um, so let's get into, are you ready? Yes. Yes, please. I love old English. Are you ready for the etymology? Yes. Of the word weird? Yes. (laughs) Because I'm going to talk about how it turned from fate to weird. Okay. (laughs) As we use it today. And I'm really excited. Okay. So the old English term weird derives from the common Germanic term verdis. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> the D has a line. You had in the it. anger. Verdis. Yeah, it was German. So yeah. um the the D has a line in it and the I has an accent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Uh but weird cognates an old Saxon word, verd, I think it is. V uh W U R D old blah 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 blah. It's 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 German, it's this other kind of German, it's Norse, it's Dutch. Uh, <laughs> there's also some Proto-Indo-European in its root. Okay. Which is wert, which means to turn or rotate. It's just, like, like I'm saying, it's really complicated because we don't have a direct translation. This is so fucking boring. I'm so sorry, but no, I'm I living just, for it. I just, I had a thought and I don't want to share it. Ta- tell I me, what thought. is it? Say it now. When you got a word on the dance floor. Shut your <laughs> face. Oh, get out. Oh, my God. What if that was the word for twerk? What? It's a vert. <laughs> um, in common Germanic, I can't even say this word now. It's werp, I think. Werp. But the P has like a, a bigger stem. I don't know. <laughs> I never learned. I never learned German for some reason. Uh, the meaning of "werp" um, means to come to pass, to become, to be due. <clears throat> the bill comes due. Yes, Doctor Strange, you guys. And there's also the notion. There, there's also included in this. There's a notion of origin or worth, uh, both in the sense of connotation, price, value, and affiliation, identities, esteem, honor, and dignity. There's so much wrapped into this concept, you guys. Like, it's crazy that then we use the word weird to mean odd. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just nuts. (laughs) So, okay. So let me just get in. Sorry, that was super weird. I just wanted to, like, throw that in for funsies. (laughs) Yeah. I just wanted to talk about the word weird. But, um, okay. So let's talk about uh, some more stuff here with this word. So the, uh, we're going to talk about the three witches. Ooh. So the English word weird is a verbal noun formed from the word blah, 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 whereupon? I don't know. Meaning to come to pass or to become. The the term developed into the modern English adjective weird. Adjectival use develops in the 15th century in the sense, quote, having the power to control fate. Ooh. Originally in the name of the weird sisters or the fates. Yeah. The Weird Sisters came into come into play in um, the Scottish play. Okay. Uh, whose name we shall not speak. Yes. But we know it's by Shakespeare. Yep. And we know it starts with an M. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's um, I'm too superstitious for that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, and of course we know that when he, the main character, the protagonist, mm-hmm. slash maybe anti-hero, <laughs> comes to the weird, Deadpool. to the witches, yeah, comes to the witches, he is looking for, they give him a piece of the future, and then his actions are what drive the rest of the plot of him trying to make that come true. Them telling him that he's going to be the king, so then he ends up killing the king, spoiler alert, and a bunch of other shit goes down. His wife is fucking crazy, too. It's amazing. Best ever. So, maybe I'll just stop. (laughs) I'll just stop talking. Give give me just a second, because I need to pee. Damn it. So, we were talking about the play that shall not be named. Yes. And how he was given a piece of his future. Right. So, um, in many editions of that play, the the editors include a footnote associating the, quote, weird sisters with Old English weird, W-Y-R-D, or fate. Uh, From the 14th century to weird, uh, to weird was also used as a verb, in Scots. Okay. Uh, the sense of, quote, to preordain by decree of fate, unquote. Um, of note is this use of, the, of, quote, weird in Frank Herbert's Dunes, uh, sorry, Frank Herbert's Dune, <laughs> to connotate the ability to amplify or empower. Certain examples, certain words being used as weirding words. Okay. Isn't this crazy? Yeah. Uh, the modern spelling weird first appears in Scottish and Northern English dialects in the 16th century and is taken up in standard literary English from 17th century. The regular modern English form would be would have been W-I-R-D, weird, from early modern English word, W-E-R-D. And then they made a baby. Uh, <laughs> the replacement of word by weird in the Northern dialects is difficult to account for. <laughs> isn't that fun yeah how they just throw that in there yeah we don't know how this fucking happened <laughs> we uh, don't know some weirdo decided <laughs> the most common modern meaning of weird meaning odd or strange is first attested in 1815 originally with a connotation of the supernatural or pretentious especially when in the call uh, sorry especially in the colloquial collocation weird and wonderful okay but by the early 20th century, increasingly applied to everyday situations. So, this is just a concept that, ha- when I was researching this, it's literally, fate and destiny, sorry, I just needed to pull that in because I'm a huge dork and I wanted everyone to know the history of words and I'm it's sorry okay. that everyone's turned it off <laughs> and we've lost all of our listeners. Um, so, it's just, the more I researched it, though, the more I realized that this is a concept that's literally in every single culture. It's in Western culture. It's in Eastern culture. It's in Middle Eastern culture. It's literally in every culture. Yes. Native Americans, na- Native Africans. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. It's literally everywhere. And it's in every story. It's it, it seems to be a part of every kind of fiction, every kind of nonfiction. Somehow, it's just, it's fascinating. So... This is an ancient concept. That's the point I'm trying to drive home here. It's an ancient concept. Uh, whatever your belief system, it's a concept that's been a part of humanity for a very long time, since the dawn of time, mm-hmm. some might say. Um, 
And we only seem to bring it up in a negative light. That's what I was just about to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. So, no, it's fine. <laughs> I thought you were done. We've been fascinated with the idea of, of fate and destiny, and it's been borrowed into all kinds of areas of our modern life, including nature versus nurture, um, insurance claims. Mm-hmm. It was an act of God. <laughs> Apparently, God didn't want you to have a house. Yeah. <laughs> He conjured, seven- a tor- <laughs> he conjured a tornado and took your house. I've been in seven accidents this year. God's really trying to keep me here. It <laughs> sound like he's trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Memes, guys. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Bitch, it sound like he's trying to kill you. Okay. <laughs> um, and it even comes up in criminal cases. So... When people are attempting an insanity plea, it becomes the burden of the jury to decide at what point the perpetrator becomes responsible for their actions. At what point has a victim's actions played a role in their fate? And it's especially there. And it also comes into play when it comes to victim blaming. Yes. Um, we we decided together um, we didn't really want to get into the victim blaming part of that right now um just because um we're gonna do kind of a part two to this episode mm-hmm. um it's gonna come in april april is um sexual assault prevention month nice and that'll be the time for that that i want to <laughs> use sexual assault prevention month yes. <laughs> yeah um everyone take your top off and get your beads <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Still not asking for it. <laughs> Hashtag still not asking for it. Yeah, but like also that that comes into play with like abortions mm-hmm. and you know what women's women's and male er, men victims of those assault. who identify as male. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like anyone who has been a victim of assault. You know, mm-hmm. women, men, anything in between. Their lives after that are not the same. No, and it's never. not their fault. And it wasn't fate or destiny. It was someone being an asshole. Yes. And that's what And it thing. wasn't what they were wearing. Yeah, no. And it wasn't them being flirty. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's something that we really want to drive home. But right now is just not quite the time for that. So we wanted to kind of talk about a little bit about the nature versus nurture um, of this. As well as just kind of what, what we perceive it to be because again we're not experts no in anything we're just drinking tequila and talking about weird shit yeah (laughs) weird shit (laughs) weird shit did i bring more depth to that word yes you did (laughs) 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 all right lay it on me sister okay so i'm gonna throw this across the room (laughs) because i'm done bam (laughs) Um, and you've already peed, so we don't even have to take a break. Yeah. You had to take a break during my boring history lesson. <laughs> Sorry, my really boring, My boring phil- philosophy meets history fusion course. <laughs> I loved it, though. It was good. Oh, good. Yeah, I felt like I was, was like an orgasm for me. Good. It was for me, too. I felt <laughs> really dorky and like it was falling flat. <laughs> I thought it was cool. <laughs> Everyone um, hates me. We've lost all our listeners. No, we haven't. It's fine. Um, so, oh, we you, did. You did type an R into my notes. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
so tell me everything okay so i found this website um because when i when i think about this i obviously think about um the spiritual meaning behind all of this okay um so obviously yeah (laughs) yeah obviously y'all don't if y'all don't know i identify as a witch a christian witch but a witch and um so i'm very into the occult and this one website is called loner wolf and it's this woman and her husband i feel like i used them when we did something else that's sexual we you probably did uh I don't remember what it was, but I feel like I've definitely been to that website. Are they Australian? I'm not sure. I don't know. This article is by Matteo Sol. Okay. Matteo. Um, yes. Sounds sexy. <laughs> and Let's what's, do this. Yeah. I haven't seen my husband in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a weird place. Let's go. That's fair. Uh, so weird has a lot more weight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is the difference between fate and destiny don't get them confused that is the whole title of this article okay so and i figured we could have a bit of discussion for this one this one this one's kind of a lighter episode because we've had some heavy stuff um so yeah let's have a philosophical conversation that's lighter yes (laughs) yes god in heaven um or is it (laughs) So, are you living out your fate or creating your destiny? And I don't like this topic. I'm done. I'm no, going to quit. Not. No, you're not. Listen. No, I don't like it. So, um, when I was in high school, um, we went to Washington, D.C. I went two times. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to go both times. Um, and That's I amazing. Got, yeah. I've never been to D.C. It's it's so beautiful we'll have to go the year that we were gonna go uh so (laughs) this is fun um my middle school always went for their eighth grade trip Mm -hmm. and the year that i when i was in seventh grade 9 11 happened oh shit so we did not go to dc yeah the next year (laughs) um i don't blame them for. i have never been i went my sophomore year of high school and i went my senior year of high school um See, I went to Europe my senior year of high school, so I mean, like, I'm good with it. <laughs> well, we'll have to go to Washington D.C. because Mount Vernon is my favorite place in the goddamn world. Okay, and I would actually love to get married at Mount Vernon. Cool. Um, it, it's so fun because you need to go in the spring when all the cherry blossoms oh are, pretty are up because it it's gorgeous and they have people there in period costumes <gasps> and. Everybody there is an actor. Oh, that's so cool. So, like... Let's just plan road trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I would... We have to go there. We have to go to the come and go. Yeah. We, <laughs> we gotta go to the come and go. We gotta go to the come and go. It's not <laughs> the place for your common murderer. So... <laughs> um. And we have to go to some oyster bar down in Florida. I cut yeah. all this nonsense out of our last episode. <laughs> so many things, you guys. <laughs> We were so trashed. <laughs> we That's were, why I've stopped at one margarita. We were talking about, I was mad that Kay had never made me blue- <laughs> vegan blueberry muffins. That was like a 10 minute rant. Um, you know, just one of the many things that we'll never subject you to. <laughs> Someone told me that we should keep our uncut episodes and I was like, no. <laughs> no. 
No. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, all of that to say, um, I started collecting mugs in my senior year of high school. That was my thing. And I oh, still girl, collect them. I love I them. I still collect mugs. I have boxes. Boxes of mugs in storage, girl. Yeah. I have a shit ton. Um, and I have a and lot we of... we started doing shot glasses because they're small. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of Disney princess mugs. Cute. Yeah. But um, I've... My my mug that ins like inspired me the most my senior year of high school because my senior year of high school was me getting out of a friend group that was extremely toxic. It was me. Are we the same person? Probably. Um, it was me learning that there was more to life than being a Republican. It oh my me- God, we've had the same life. Yes, but not <laughs> at all. That's what happened to me my senior year too. It was the year that I started finding out that I wasn't straight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a very big year for me. And I found this mug. And, and like it was also the year I decided I wanted to go to school for creative writing. It was this mug that said life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Yes, I love it. Yes. I still have that mug. Um, it is still a philosophy that I live by. And like every day I'm like, am I fine? Is this me finding something or is this me creating something for myself? So are you living out your fate or creating your destiny? What's the first line of this article? And I was like, okay, this is the article nice. that I'm using. Um, so fate and destiny are both terms that are that tend to be used interchangeably in conversations. We hear people saying he met his fate and it must be her destiny. But have you ever wondered what the actual differences between fate and destiny are? No. Never. They, not once. They are two <laughs> different synonyms. things. They're synonyms. Yeah. I just said it earlier. <laughs> Hammy wants to go out. If you guys didn't know, Hammy was in here the whole time. Just silently supporting all of us and being the sweetest. And now he wants to go outside. Okay. Good boy. Hate to see you go, buddy. I know he was bored, though. <laughs> he was. He was like, no one's playing with me. This is no boring. No one's playing with me, <laughs> which means life is nothing. He hates it when Auntie K comes because he knows that we're just going to be working. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's true. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> yes. But he loves me, so it's fine. Oh, my God. He's the best. So and he loves all of you, and yes. he's helping us get famous. <laughs> Yes. We get more likes when I post a picture of him than anything else. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about where these words come from, too. So fate comes from the Latin word fatum, which meaning that which has been spoken. Okay. Therefore, that which has been spoken. Yes. So let it be written. <laughs> so let it be done. Anyone else watch the Ten Commandments a million times? <laughs> no. No? Charlton Heston's in it. I watched it like once. It's really good. Forever ago. I watched it so many times because it was obsessed with the Egyptian queen. How did your parents not know? There were t- there were signs. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I wanted to be her I, so bad. I watched E.T. 10,000 times when I was younger. You That makes me want to vomit. You know, um... I hate aliens. <laughs> you know how obsessed I am with Twilight now. Yes. That's you and E.T.? Really? That was me and E.T. when no I was little. No wonder you love aliens so much. Yeah, well, well, I mean, my life was terrible. Well, that's fair. <laughs> like, uh, and he was like an, a visitor from another world. It's That was my, my um, 
Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing that got me really into it. There was a BBC Chronicles of Narnia that did The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's fucking horrible, but I watched it every day of my life. (laughs) This all reminds me, my favorite book series from when I was a kid, it's called Mind Warp. I want all of them because somehow all of mine got thrown away. Oh, no. Um, Your your grandma, say it. My grandmother threw them all away. When I got them, they were going for 99 cents. Now they're going for three ninety nine a piece, except for number ten, which is forty dollars. Yes, girl. Yep, that's how shit goes. Yeah, that's how it go. Yeah, you so, see all them goosebumps up there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm going to be buying all of them. Nice, because I need them yeah, in my girl. life. They're yes. my favorite books ever. They're by Chris Archer. Um, Both of us were obsessed with getting whisked away from our homes into other worlds you notice you notice that right yeah wizard of oz and chronicles of narnia i spent most of my life knocking on the back of my closet which may have been another metaphor yeah but it's (laughs) (laughs) which may have been another metaphor you want to hear something really funny yeah okay this is a total sidebar uh but we were discussing something on topic but anyway this is a total sidebar (laughs) we had cake today for someone who was leaving Mm -hmm. and um It was a half white and half black, half chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And I said, I really want like half a piece of chocolate cake and half a piece of vanilla. And my friend Christina looked uh-huh. at me and she goes, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, Christina's now my favorite person. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're really right. And more ways. <laughs> That's so cute. And we're um, we're gonna kind of overlap here for a second, but um, therefore through the ages, ooh, overlapping, yeah. <laughs> therefore through the ages, fate has come to be associated with that which has been predetermined for our lives. Fate is based on the notion that there is a natural order in the universe which cannot be changed, no matter how hard we try. I believe that for some things. Yeah. See, this is where the gray area comes in. Yeah, I believe that there's a road. That mm-hmm. we have to travel. And that is our fate. But our destiny depends completely on us. It compl- it depends completely on the roads that we take off of it. Yeah, see, like, I see it as a road, and then there's forks yes. off of the road. And that, each fork has its own predetermined reality, and you know what I'm saying? And yes. so, you, based on your decisions, determines the reality you you exist in. Yes, I feel that I feel the multiple realities around me like all the time, which sounds mm-hmm. super hippie and weird, but I just feel it. No, I do. I get it. I do. You too. get it. Okay. Yeah. I feel the instance of me deciding to major in musical theater and becoming a Broadway star. I feel the instance of me taking an, I can't decide on uh, of me becoming a fucking PI. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I can, I can feel because different realities feel that in you. Yeah. Because it's there because it's been predetermined in another path that you right. take. Exactly. But then I also, on the days that I feel really shitty because look at what my life could have been. It's like, oh, I just burped in the microphone. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. That was disgusting. Blech. Carbonation. Okay. Um, <laughs> so probably shouldn't have measured myself when we were drinking carbonation. <laughs> oh my god uh but like i can feel all of that happening but at the same time then i on my worst days because that can make me feel really depressed 
on my worst days I can say, but then I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met my kids that I, that I coached when I was a drama teacher. I wouldn't have met, you know, chastity or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there are so many different forks that our lives could take. And I mean, we both also believe in reincarnation. And so it's like, so maybe in another life or maybe in the next life, you know what I mean? It's just, there's so many different, there's the universe is mysterious yeah. is what i'm trying to say the universe can be broken uh, it can be broken to the multiverse because mm-hmm. uh, Mar- marvel says <laughs> yep. and black widow is a sparrow so let's continue yes. <laughs> black widow is a sparrow yes <laughs> i want that tattooed on my body Don't and i'm not that. being facetious <laughs> oh my god you dork <laughs> um okay so the ancient Greeks and Romans, like you said, even believed that three goddesses called Clotho, Lachesis, and Atropos. Oh, you said Lachesis. Lachesis. That's Lachesis is sexier. how it's, that's how it's put on here. Oh, okay. See, yeah. mine was with a ch. Yeah, Lachesis. What did I say? I don't. Lachesis. Lachesis. Yeah. I don't know. I say I say the ch. The fancy Sh- name. The L name. Yeah. The L word. And Atropos. <laughs> the L word. The L word. I the was worst a show. <laughs> the worst show. Glad I didn't watch it. God. Um, it's cheesy as fuck. <laughs> I did watch it. Um, so overall, fate tends to have pretty negative connotations. For example, people who experience misfortune often tend to believe that fate is the cause. It's just like people blaming God. Yeah. For misfortune, yeah. you know? it's so funny so there's a comedian that talks about that actually so he's like uh he's a christian comedian that i actually saw live um in the front row don't recommend that at a comedy show ever Uh um because they will pick on you Uh Um, but we saw him live at my parents church and um he was talking about that about how like everyone wants god get out of the get out of the court system god get out of the laws god get out of this get out of this get out of this and then it's like Hurricane Katrina happens and they're like, God, where were you? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, no one thinks about it until something horrible happens. No one thinks about the philosophy of life, it seems like, until like something crazy happens. Until you're forced to. Until you're forced face to. Face to face with it. Yeah. Until you face loss of yeah. some sort. Yeah. yeah. Be it your house or your mother or your mother in law. Well, Signs is the movie Signs by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, it is one of my favorite movies from when I was younger. Um, uh, we're not the same person. <laughs> well, um, it does it does kind of talk about that because the main character he is a he was a minister. His wife was killed in a drunk driving mm-hmm. accident, and like the movie is about him going back to his faith too. Okay, I believe you. I know. I fucking hate that movie. I know that you do. I'm fighting vomit right now. <laughs> I'm literally. Sorry. It. I'm, just keep going. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I hate aliens. I know that you do. I hate it so much. I love them. I hate it so much. Um, pessimistic terms such as to seal one's fate and a fate worse than death. You mean pessimistic terms like I hate aliens? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll suggest that faith is something undesirable and faith faith, or fate fate sorry is something undesirable Ooh, and two negative. different words yeah 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I needed to quit at one margarita. Oh, no. <laughs> this um, is too philosophical for alcohol. Yes. <laughs> I'm totally putting that on. Sorry. That's just my drunk girl. <laughs> I can't Ma'am, where's this. your house? P. Sherman 42 Wild Bay Sydney. <laughs> Man, I, seriously, where am I taking you? P. Sherman. P. Sherman 42 Wild Bay Sydney. <laughs> I remembered it again. <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so, spiritually, fate is what occurs when we ignore our life calling and don't actively work to reconnect with our souls or true nature oh my goodness yes when we leave our lives up to fate we are basically handing over the reins of control to other people and outside circumstances when we don't see that's what i let happen this week (sighs) because when you get mad you're choosing to be angry and when you get hurt you're choosing to be hurt and you're giving that person power over you but also they're assholes. Yeah. So and, like and you're allowed to be. You hurt. know what? <laughs> it's a fucking hostile work environment. Yeah. And you're allowed to be hurt, and you're allowed to be angry, but don't let that control you. I let it control me. I let it put me in a fog all week. Is this what I was beating myself up all week about? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm better than my fucking circumstances. Yeah. And I couldn't shake it. Because, you know, my uterus wanted to bleed, and that took precedence over life. So, whatevs. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes your uterus just needs to bleed, and you have to feel things fucking deeply. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, when we don't put any effort into consciously changing and evolving, what happens is fate. Uh, what is destiny? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, destiny has much more positive connotations than fate. Deriving from the Latin word destinar, destiny means that which has been firmly established. While this definition also refers to the idea of predetermined events, destiny is something we can actively shape and alter. Unlike fate, there is an element of choice in destiny. Qualities such as courage, compassion, willpower, and patience can all help to change your destiny. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's this why is I- hilarious, isn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I really liked this article. I just, I wanted something kind of uplifting. Yeah. And that's why I chose this. I um, love it. Yeah. So spiritually. I'm just, just giving you shit. I'm know. sorry. <laughs> Spiritually, destiny is intimately connected to our ultimate life path. When we choose to step up and take responsibility for our lives, then we are actively shaping our destiny instead of leaving our lives to fate. Fulfilling our destiny involves consciously developing a connection to our deepest inner selves and maturing on an emotional, mental, and spiritual level. I love that because then like when you have had trauma and you decide, you make a decision to go to therapy or you make a decision to go do something about it so that you can heal then you're controlling your destiny as opposed to leaving your life up to fate yes yeah i mean i get that some things happen because of fate but you cannot let that change your destiny exactly you have to take control of your life yeah yes and that's what i've been doing for the past few years i think is taking control of my destiny and quitting let quitting this idea that life just happens to me yes life doesn't happen it life is made up of many experiences and you have to go after them yeah and um 
you have to figure out what you can learn from those experiences mm-hmm. and then figure out how to apply those to your life yes in a positive way mm-hmm. and like how is it going to make you grow mm-hmm. and your destiny uh, for me my destiny has been like it, it is a journey and it's something that i have to actively pursue mm-hmm. and you know that that means cutting certain people out of my life that means starting this with you mm-hmm. and like getting this intimate connection with you that we didn't have mm-hmm. like before all this you know well um, we had it we're nurturing it yeah we, <laughs> we had it but like it wasn't like as deep as it is and now. structured yeah. yeah and like it's just i don't know um just to kind of summarize fate is that which you cannot change so like your past yeah like traumatic events um things that you did that you can't go back and change like fate is what you can't change destiny is that what you're meant to do yeah destiny is when you rise above mm-hmm. i and you know honestly there i've seen so many instances especially as a teacher there have been so many instances of of my students rising above their circumstances mm-hmm. not being the person that says fuck it my parents are both alcoholics and drug addicts and i spent all night mopping up their vomit so i didn't do my homework and life is shit yeah not saying that but saying yeah, both my parents are drug addicts and alcoholics and I mopped up their vomit and then I read my three chapters because I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... And I won't be that way when I grow up. Like, it, it, life is what you fucking make it. We're all dealt a different hand. We've both been dealt very different hands and we're still... Now we have the same fucking life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... And all it, of this is just so for fascinating. It. Yeah. I actually just designed a shirt that said, don't wish it, make it happen or something like that. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Fuck. I'm drunk and I don't remember really, but it was really good. And it was for a sport team or something yeah. like that. And I don't know. You, you, We have to rise above our circumstances. That's how you grow. And that's how you make yourself more effective as a person. Yeah. That's what I failed at this week. I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and admit it. <laughs> and it's okay to have those weeks. Right. Just admit it to yourself. Yeah. And like when I Admitting was Admitting there's a problem is like yeah. the first step or whatever. Yeah. Like I feel like I learned that in health class or something. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, my mom would tell me, well, wish in one hand and shit in the other. <laughs> yes. And we like, were talking about that at work the other yeah. day. Like you can't wish in one hand and shit in the other. You can't wish that this program would do more and do nothing about an expected result. Yep. You can't wish that QuickBooks had more effectiveness and then never try another program and then be mad about it. You can't do that. You can't not do Weight Watchers the correct way and get mad when it doesn't work for you. No! Like some of the people in the Facebook group. Wow. This one lady commented. The Weight Watchers Facebook group? Yeah. Okay. This one lady commented on this girl's post who was talking about how, like, she'd lost all this weight and, like, yeah. you know, she's just being very positive about her body. Which is correct. Yes. And this woman got on there in all caps, Weight Watchers didn't work for me. It made me fatter. God bless you. Did she? What? What? And I was like, it doesn't sound like you did it correctly. No. <laughs> you know, I watched a special on TLC called The One Ton Man. Uh-huh. And they, they, they like, spouted off on a couple of different 
they branched off into a, a couple of different other people mm-hmm. not the man who had to be forklifted out of his own home yeah um so this doctor came on and he mm-hmm. was talking about this guy who was super overweight and he was like doctor i don't understand i I eat oranges like I like I eat fr- like I eat oranges all the time and he's like well if anyone ate 48 of anything they would gain weight sir yes. like <laughs> you- wow what a foreign concept what was she doing <laughs> oh my god oh my lord <sighs> my mom's been watching a lot of my 600 pound life while she's been working out <laughs> it keeps her going yeah bet <laughs> and, and yeah. it fuels her body dysmorphia <laughs> it does real bad <sighs> while fate is what happens when you don't take responsibility for your life destiny is what happens when you commit to growing learning and taking chances i don't feel so great about this tattoo on my foot <laughs> it Thanks. looks good it looks great but you've now <laughs> we've now shit on the entire concept <laughs> <laughs> Except that um, it's weird. Yeah. So I guess it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. It's a bigger concept. That's just this. the loose definition. <laughs> <laughs> um, being destined for greatness only comes through active and conscious decisions. But fate is what happens when you let other people and external circumstances dictate your life. So do we have control? Fate and destiny can be perceived as two sides of the same coin, like mm, us. Look at that. Yeah. Super on brand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, both are predetermined, but the important thing to remember is that there are infinite possibilities in life. Um, so these people kind of believe, like we do, that there okay. is a road and then there are forks. Yeah. Because um, it's never one or the other. Yeah. It's yeah. both. It's always both. Mm-hmm. Fulfilling our destiny means consciously directing the stream of our lives in a certain direction. While subjectively to the ego, this means that we have control and choice. Objectively, there's no such thing as control or choice because the concept of me and you don't exist except in the mind. I don't like that. Yeah. That freaks me the fuck out. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, the <laughs> We're going to have crises right here. <laughs> attack on the air <laughs> i don't exist <laughs> so the answer to the question no <laughs> so the answer to the question do we have control is paradoxical. no that's the that's the answer fuck oh god fuck everything i can't <laughs> We do and we do not have control. However, while we are still operating on the level of having a sense of self, which is ego, it is vital that we proactively work to step up and take responsibility for our destiny. Uh, So how to fulfill your destiny. And uh, this is the meat of what I really want to talk about. So develop self-understanding. It's fine. My jaw might lock in a second. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I'm now looking at the cellulite on my thigh. No, no, no. And contemplating my own existence. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best day. Voldy. Yep, Voldemort's here. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so develop a self understanding. Uh, There are so many free resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, which can help you understand who you are better. So, and like we've talked about before, your love languages. Yes. Um, who you're attracted to, who you're not attracted to, if yeah. you're not attracted to anything, mm-hmm. whatever. 
Yeah. You do you. Um, find out what you're passionate about. Uh, what sets your soul on fire? Like I was just talking to Carrie about earlier. My my soul is singing with this new writing project that I've been on. And I'm it's so been like all I can you. think about. <laughs> um what excites and thrills you? What do you admire and deeply enjoy doing? Make sure you keep doing whatever fulfills you. This. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, This right here, this podcast. And then number three, uh, I feel really strongly <laughs> when I'm with you. Uh, surround yourself with supportive people who inspire you. Um, critics and judgmental people often trigger huge amounts of self-doubt within us. Sometimes we actually... Listen to those unsupportive people who tell us how to live our lives, resulting in us choosing the wrong life path. Identify people in your life who are negative influences and remove them or reduce contact. Seek out kind, inspiring, and empathetic friends. Did that. (laughs) We're working on it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Permit yourself to move out of your comfort zone. Often, the biggest life changes occur when we make bold decisions. Sometimes fulfilling your destiny means getting a little bit uncomfortable or even making a terrifying leap of faith. Whatever the case, make sure you listen to your intuition and also use logic where necessary. That's one thing that I'm really struggling with right now hmm. in my with jobs. Because mm. I am so scared of going into another job where I'm not going to have any seniority. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to ask off when I need to be off and I'm not going to make as much money as I'm making right now. Yeah. That is one thing that is scaring the shit out of me. And just the fucking anxiety of having to learn everything all over again. Yes. Having to start at the bottom again. Yep. That's what terrified me too. Yeah. The, you know what I learned though? Mm -hmm. We're both fucking smart. Yep. However, comma, There are some toxic fucking people (laughs) that are making life unbearable Mm -hmm. and I am giving them the power, which is even more upsetting. Like, you know, that's the Mm -hmm. cycle I've been stuck in. It's like, why are you giving this person this power? Yeah. They don't deserve power over your day, but I give it to them, you know? Yeah. And it's fucking hard not to because it just preys on all of my weird triggers. Like, it's literally my deepest one. Yes. That no one likes me and I'm fucking annoying. Like, that's... Mine too. Yeah. Right there. That's the number one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Numero uno. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I've really had to work on being like, okay, well, if no one likes me, that's fucking fine. I'm not going to be here forever. True. I'm not going to be in this spot forever. Right. This is only a very minute spot in my life. This is a blip. Yes. In the canvas of the life of your world the jackson pollock painting (laughs) (laughs) that exists on the plane of existence in your existence (laughs) the rain in spain falls mainly on the plains (laughs) and hartford hereford and hampshire hurricanes hardly ever happen This is the new My Fair Lady podcast, <laughs> which is my favorite thing on the face of the planet. I'll quote that shit all day. <laughs> Where the devil are my slippers? Okay. okay. So, um, 
<laughs> identify limiting beliefs. When we believe our thoughts, we experience anger, insecurity, sadness, shame, and anxiety. The number one greatest block to most people most people experience when trying to fulfill their destiny are core beliefs. So True. that that's part of what this podcast is here for here for to go to your core beliefs and say, wait a minute, there's more to this. There's a mm-hmm. whole universe in this. Looking at all that was the number one thing I learned when I went to college is to mm-hmm. question everything. Yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. And what I learned is that I do still believe what I was brought up to believe, but not necessarily the same in the same way. Exactly. That's uh, where I am right now. Yeah. Yes, I was brought up very conservatively and very <laughs> Republican and it never felt right, um, but it was familiar, mm-hmm. and it was what I was taught, and then I went to college, and everyone was question, 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 um, especially in my one of my English classes, we studied the book of Job as though it was a literary, wow. just a pure literary piece of writing, yeah. not like it was scripture at all, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, Okay, like that was really shaking, like groundbreaking for me. Yeah. And also, you know, just experiencing life, experiencing other people who are gay, experiencing, I don't know, fucking life in general, you know, just noticing, experiencing an an instance where I was pregnant and didn't want it. Yeah. But then I wasn't pregnant. (laughs) I don't know. It was a whole thing. We'll get into it in our next abortion episode. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you that story. Um, There... So many things have happened to expand my mind to where you have to look at the whole, the whole issue, not just your perspective on the issue. Mm-hmm. Making gay marriage legal doesn't mean you have to be gay. Yep. Making abortion legal doesn't mean you have to have an abortion. Making pot legal doesn't mean you have to do pot. Exactly. There will always be regulations in place, but it doesn't mean that, like, murder will just happen in the street. Like, this isn't yeah, the no. fucking purge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, I don't know. There's just so much. Well, my thing was sociology. That is that what too. brought me out of my my growing up. That's what like. brought me to my serious feminist beliefs, for sure. Like, it started when I was a senior in high school because I got out of a really negative friend group. And I, I found... Me too, it, girl. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the right use. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, I found a new friend group that made me feel alive, that made me feel wanted. And, um, like, one of them was out and he was gay and he had been out all four years of high school Mm -hmm. and he he was amazing he was an amazing um role model for me i guess kind of um he and i still talk regularly um he he texts me now and again just telling me how proud he is of me and like he's so sweet i really wish i could see him more we just we live in different cities and that's the guy i met yes Mm -hmm. he's awesome (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) (laughs) he's fabulous Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, but I also met my best friend and first roommate. Um, mm-hmm. Her name was Rachel. She she was also just really amazing to have in my life. Um, and Rachel's yeah. for the win. Yes. <laughs> and I also met my friend Jay, who is transgender. Um, they didn't come out as transgen- transgender until like our second year of college. Um, but like, that's hard. Yeah. But they were, um, 
they were extremely supportive of me in high school. Like they, they knew me when I was serious Republican, like serious. They're transgender? Yeah. And non-binary? Oh, non-binary is part of the transgender spectrum. I know nothing. (laughs) It's okay. It's a spectrum. (laughs) I know nothing, Jon Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's fine. We're all here to learn, right? (laughs) um, But they have just been, like, they they were my first real experience outside of my own from growing Mm -hmm. up. And um, they are really the people that led me to where I am today. That's amazing. And me too, girl. That's what happened to me too. Like I got Mm -hmm. out of a really toxic friend group, uh, not by choice, but because one of them decided to spread rumors that I had a bad attitude, which is probably true because I was a huge fucking bitch. And um, then I realized that I actually had things in common with people, which was in my drama group. (laughs) And then they introduced me to alcohol. So... (laughs) <laughs> and they were also the best people. Yeah. And we would all get drunk and sing show tunes together. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so that happened. And my really good friend from high school, her name was Jessica. No, Jennifer. Fuck. Jesus. Okay, so my really good friend from high school, her name was Jennifer. And uh, her her birthday was on Halloween. Ooh. As well. Mm-hmm. Which then fueled my love of Halloween and makes Halloween all year. Yes. Yeah. But okay, so um, core beliefs are the main ideas we carry about ourselves, which we were conditioned to believe since birth. Common core beliefs include I am unworthy. Yes, I was conditioned to believe that. I am stupid. You are not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) I cast you out. (laughs) Y'all watch the Thor movies. Um, I am stupid, I'm a bad person, and I don't deserve happiness, all of which I believe for Oh my god, time. me too, girl. Yes. So you have to identify those and scared to be hashtag scared to be happy. Yeah. Hashtag pink. <laughs> yep. So you have to identify those and then you have to replace them. Yep. Reroute um, the pathways in that brain. Yep. One one thing that helps is standing in the mirror. And only your panties and curling your hair for two hours. Or standing in front of the mirror and looking at yourself without clothes and picking things that you like about yourself. Yep. Which I tried to do today. Good for you. It was really hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I am the same way because we are the same person. Mm-hmm. But also not. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Two sides of a coin, but also not. And also, ask other people for support. You don't Aww. need to travel your journey alone. No, you don't. No. If you need some guidance, seek out help from a loved one, counselor, or spiritual teacher. People who have walked this path before you can share a lot of wisdom with which you will uh, benefit you greatly. I like to say a simple prayer asking for guidance when I need help. Prayer doesn't have to be religious. You can pray to life, the universe, spirit, the mystery, or whatever moves you. Or just say it out loud. Yeah. Honest to God, like, things just reverberate. When you hear things out, it sounds so fucking cheesy, but, like, I learned this when I was in independent sales, and it really 
resonates. Like, mm-hmm. pick some things that are positive. Pick a few quotes. Pick a few things that you want to say that you want to manifest happening and say them out loud every single day. And it will make it happen. Yep. It's crazy. Manifesting you, is real. You have to say it out loud, though. Yep. Because something happens chemically, chemically, scientifically, chemically, scientifically, and magically. Like, it flows <laughs> out of your mouth and into your eardrums. And then it, it, it just, it affects your brain, like, ten times more. Yeah. I don't know what the actual stats are on that, but it's real. Yeah. I've experienced it. And, and I have, too, very recently. Yeah. There's a reason I have a new computer. <laughs> I would like a thousand dollars. Anyone seen Friends? <laughs> I just want to be married again. And then Rachel comes in in a wedding dress. <laughs> and I just want a million dollars. There's an episode of... Um, it was the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. I think it was the second one. The fuck is that? Um, so Nicktoons... Oh, I wasn't allowed used- to watch Nickelodeon. Oh, Nickelodeon was my favorite. Nicktoons always tended to overlap. And they were, it was a big deal when they did. So there were, there was the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour 1, 2, and 3. And it was Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, I couldn't watch any of those. I love the Fairly Odd Parents now, like as yeah. an adult. Mm-hmm. Just in the times I can catch it. Yeah. But I yeah, love that. was I love not SpongeBob. allowed to watch Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Or the Disney Channel. <laughs> Nickelodeon <laughs> was my escape. I watched Cartoon Network. I was a Cartoon Network person. I'm surprised that they let you watch that. Cartoon Network that and Boomerang. Darker. Yeah, it's darker, but it's not snarky. Yeah. I'm snarky enough on my own. That's fair. I didn't need help. <laughs> said I didn't need help. No. Uh, so, make a list of all your strengths. This simple practice can help to direct your energy in a more sustainable and beneficial way. Feng shui your life. Yes. In all areas. <laughs> we are your gurus. <laughs> uh, remember that setbacks are normal. There is no such thing as failure, only learning opportunities. Yes. I learned from failure. Yes. Fail up, y'all. Mm-hmm. Failure is always a learning experience. Yes. If something doesn't go your way, take a deep breath and realize that sometimes life wants us to move in a different direction. Yes. That's why <laughs> my final straw when I decided to not go back to school, because I had been struggling with it for a long time, because yeah. I, was, I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll just go part-time and that'll be fine. And that mm-hmm. was my end decision. And then... I went to start school again last year and they gave me an $800 bill because they took away my scholarships because I was only going part-time and I couldn't go back to full-time. And I couldn't afford $800 to not be at school full-time. So, your bitch had to drop out of school for a year. (laughs) And because your bitch also didn't fill out the FAFSA because your bitch forgot... Well, not not necessarily forgot. Your bitch decided to not do it because your bitch thought she was not going back. And then she thought she was going to go and be able to have enough money to go part-time. And that didn't happen. Because, um, you know, life is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, America's the greatest. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in that, I got to experience living by myself for the first time and also having a full-time job 
and also having your roommate that was crazy <laughs> because she's crazy Sarah. it's because she's crazy sarah it's <laughs> gonna be incorporated into our vocabulary now yes. isn't it because she's crazy sarah <laughs> i love it let's make t-shirts okay <laughs> because she's crazy sarah <laughs> She'll be so happy. Yes. <laughs> we can give her the first one. Yes. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> I loved your apartment. I know. I loved it mm. too. I just could not beautiful. afford it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's true cuz you know neither of us get paid livable wage. No. So, so one of us is married and leaning on her husband and one of us lives with their mother so let's get those patreon donations coming in guys please please <laughs> give us money um <laughs> <laughs> so he <Kate> can move <laughs> please god <laughs> Kay really wants her own apartment again it was really nice get you a studio honey those are still expensive in bowling green i know because move it's a western out yeah Move to Auburn. I mean, I could do that. I would just have to find a job out there. Um, okay, so create goals. Goals are clearly defined milestones which can help you get organized and prioritize what is most important to you. Hashtag goals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Show kindness towards yourself. Yes. You know, just self-talk is yeah. important. Um, that was a really big thing. When um, I was in independent sales, my director, who's incredible, shout out April, you're incredible, and I love you, and Rachel, you guys, they, they taught me how to really redirect my thoughts, because depression is fucking real, and like, write down all the negative thoughts you have in a day, it'll fill a fucking notebook, you know, and then turning that into, if it's not negative, it's positive, or if it's not positive, it's negative, so realizing when you're around someone who complains all the time and deciding to you know what i'm gonna distance myself from that person yep you don't have to tell them hey i'm gonna distance myself from you because you complain all the time like don't be a dick mm -hmm. but just deciding to maybe not hang out with them all the time or maybe keep them at a distance and let it wash over you and not really respond as much because that's not constructive to your life yeah you know and then when you feel yourself having a negative thought, stopping and saying, wait a second, how can I turn this into something positive? Instead of looking at yourself and saying, oh my God, I look fat, maybe reconstructing it into, oh, I have curves and some people would kill for this body. Mm -hmm. And I'm you know? healthy and I, I'm I look healthy. like a Greek goddess. <laughs> A great try, but no. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing that has actually kind of helped me because in my Greek mythology classes... Um, well, yeah, like, bigger was more attractive. It's yeah. crazy how, like, beauty constructs mm -hmm. have changed. For real. So, let's see here. Be yourself. There has never been a person exactly like you on the face of this planet, ever. Instead of imitating other people, explore what most comes naturally to you. There are too many people out there copycatting others. Be yourself. Explore your own style. Enjoy the peace that comes with not having to be someone you're not. Nice. Love it. 
And uh, this is the last one. Ask yourself, what do I want the most in life? And direct all of your attention towards fulfilling that goal. Do you want freedom, peace of mind, love? When all said and done, everything returns back to the desire for happiness. However, remember that chasing happiness actually creates suffering. Happiness can never be found in the past or future. It can only ever be found in now, in the present moment. Therefore, to further refine the question, you might like to ask yourself, how can I enjoy life right now in the present moment? And that's something that I've had to learn the hard way. Yeah. I mean, it's something I had to learn the hard way. I spent so much of my dating life looking towards marriage. Mm -hmm. And that is not a goal. Yeah. Marriage is not a goal. Um, Especially, like, as women, like, that seems to be the end goal and the end game. And it doesn't matter who we're with. As long as they make us moderately happy, that's who we're going to marry. And that's not how it should be i mean i spent four years of my life on and off again with someone who i thought i was gonna fucking marry and i would be violently divorced or miserable right now if i had stayed with them yeah granted we granted we would have a great sex life but that's not (laughs) that's not what it's about that's not what it's about it's about a connect marriage is about so much more than that Mm -hmm. it's really taken me a long time to really come to terms with that because as someone with touch is my primary love language, I, I have a deep-seated fear of being in a loveless and passionless relationship, but that's not, that's not what marriage is. No. I mean, it's a part of it. <laughs> it's a part. Like, don't get me wrong. It is a part, but don't feel bad if you can't. Right. Like, it's just, it's about companionship and it's about being a team. And... It's also about being with... Marriage is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And it's reality. Like, so much comes to life light. And you will learn so much about yourself when you get married. You will learn what truly angers you. What true anger really is. Like, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> and you'll also learn what true love really is. As someone who just recently had her anniversary. Um, <laughs> I love my husband more now than I did when we first got married and more than I ever thought I would ever love anyone ever in my entire life now um, because of how our relationship has grown and deepened and how because of how we've decided to work together and make decisions to make each other happy. Yeah. Um, burp. Um, <laughs> so much carbonation. Um Yours and Josh's marriage, like, is goals. Oh, thank like. you. <laughs> We've worked really, really fucking hard. I know. Um, because despite him being a child of divorce, neither of us believe in divorce as, as an option. Don't look into it as this is... I mean, divorce is an option. Like, if someone's a huge dick or decides to cheat or... You know what I mean? Yeah. They're... they're, they're it, it is an option, but we didn't go into it thinking this is temporary. We went into it thinking this is permanent and this is what we're going to make work, mm-hmm. which is a different perspective to a lot of people. A lot of people think, oh, this is, I'm in love, let's get married, Disney, and that's not, that's not correct. And a lot of people think that the in love feeling will last forever and it won't. And the choices you make then makes it more prosperous or whatever the fuck you want to say i don't know i'm just fucking rambling but 
make sure you set goals that are actually real and that benefit you, but also, I don't know, like, I guess I'm just speaking to women right now. Stop looking at marriage as a goal. Look at, look at, look for something that's realistic. Mm-hmm. I spent so long just saying, I want to get married. I want to get married. And like that relationship died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was gripping too hard and shit like that. J- just look for fucking companionship. Look for connection. Look to your own goals because I promise you the minute you stop looking for marriage, that's when your partner shows up. Yep. You know? That's when perspective happens. When you're okay with being you, you become your most attractive. And it's like you get a sign painted on your forehead that says, hey, I'm single and ready to mingle. Let's go. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, oh, be with me, be with me, be with me, be with me. Like it's, that's not attractive to people. It's confidence and it's, I'm me. Yeah. Love me or hate me, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, don't be a dick, but like, be yourself, be a, choose every day to be the best version of yourself and make step, take steps to become the best version of yourself and you will have a fulfilling life. Whether you're married or not, there are plenty of people that just date them, just date their partner forever and never legally tie the knot and they're perfectly fucking happy. Yeah. And there are some people that don't have partners and are just happy. That's true. That's true too. And um, and that's all okay. Yeah. We don't have to fit into the societal norm. Yeah, no. To be happy. Be okay with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's my segment for today. I know it's not like an actual story or true crime or anything, but it was just something that was on my heart. That this is our starting of a topic, like our diseases topic. Yeah. And our stalkers topic. <laughs> and, and whatever our other topics. Off- abortion topic Mm -hmm. so many topics (laughs) this is our toe dipping yes if you will (laughs) um i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um again it's something kind of different from the norm but i think that some positivity about ourselves is something that carrie and i both really needed this week Uh uh-huh and i'm fighting tears it's fine (laughs) (laughs) and um Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and play a game okay yay yeah where is it? Right there. That's so far. It is far. <sighs> I can't reach. I can't reach it. Okay, so this is our game um, by Drunk Stoned or Stupid called If You Had To. Hashtag sponsor us. And so we're going to pick a deck, any deck. And hopefully it's not the deck that's full of cards we've already done. <laughs> Otherwise, not. we will need to get a new game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so is it my turn? Okay. Oh my god, okay. Okay. It's actually my turn to go first. Okay. I think you've gone first like three times in a row. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> I just didn't want to go. Okay, <laughs> so my, uh, okay, so my card says, so um, if you had to, would you, all 150 original Pokemon live in your house, or, <laughs> case face. <laughs> How does this always align so perfectly? Oh my god, say it now. What is it? All your exes are moving in with you. Oh my god, no, I'd take the Pokemon. I'd take the Pokemon too. I mean, I don't even have that many exes, but no. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, give me the Pokemon. There's two main ones. No. 
I need Evie. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I love it. All <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to go and leave us a review on iTunes so that you can get entered into our drawing for a free poster. Yay. Yeah. Um, and we also... Uh, we have a little special thanks this week. Uh, we have our very first Patreon donator. Yay! Yes. Um, Chastity, you are amazing. Chastity, um... Chastity, you are not wearing a chastity belt. <laughs> Oh my god. But we love you. Yes. We, we love you very much. Um Chastity is actually um one of our very close friends. Mm-hmm. Um she has been a listener from the beginning and I just started donating at five dollars a month. So thank you so much. Um we we it have already given world. her yeah, we've already given her her shout out on social media, so it's time for the one on the podcast. Yay! Um, she actually, and as our first donor, she's going to yeah. get a free poster and a free shot glass when we get those. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen. And and she actually gave us our first game, if you guys remember. Yes, she yeah. gave us the ladies' night game that we were yeah. playing in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, that then turned super boring because we're fucking boring people. So, <laughs> But so um, anyway, so we're going to have a whole... Um, what am I going to say? Oh, yeah. So we have a new website. So go head over to our website so you can find our link on Patreon because Patreon can be a little bit weird. Um, but we are searchable on Patreon now. They took yes. off the 18 plus flag. Um. <laughs> We're searchable on the app so you can find yeah. us. Um, so there's that. Also, don't forget to leave us a five star review on iTunes if you want to get entered to get a free poster. Um even if you've already left us a review, leave us another one. It lets you leave as many as you want. So go ahead and leave us another one. Yes, please. Um, the more reviews you leave, the more intro- entries that you get. Yeah. And so, uh, I will give you guys the link to our website. It is HTTPS uh, colon forward slash forward slash <laughs> talk crooked dot Wix site. That is W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash podcast yay so yeah we're official i love (laughs) it so much all right well whether you're official or not just remember you are not a monster bye guys thank you for listening to talk crooked music is by gizla niebach Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carrieandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>